I'm Ninja Sister. And I'm Pandalicious. And this is the Ashcast. This is Electric Sisterhood Podcast episode number 627. That time we couldn't stop talking about the facts of life. Alright, this is Electric Sisterhood, the original girl gaming and anime podcast. I'm Siri, sitting in for Ninja Sister and Pandelicious. Ninja has been in the Seattle area all week, talking with all her Xbox MVP friends. So this week you get treated to some clips from previous shows. If you're curious about this week's title, the facts of life we are talking about is regarding the popular TV show of 25 years ago. It was a very formative show during Ninja and Panda's youth. They don't actually spend much time talking about it, but the talk of a reboot of the series led to a long discussion about reboots in general. You got the good and the bad. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Yep. Facts of life. Oh, man. I'm surprised we yeah. haven't gotten a reboot of that. <laughs> They're rebooting everything. Can we talk about reboots for a hot fucking second? Yes. Yes, okay. we can. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tangent. Like, we're not even wee-oo, like 10, wee-oo, 20 wee-oo. seconds. Tangent alert. In. Tangent alert. Tangents. And now we're taking a left on Tangent Ave. <laughs> look, look, we live on Tangent Ave. Seriously, I know. Like, can, uh, I understand, okay, from a marketer's perspective, okay, I understand rebooting something because it already has, you know, a built-in audience there's a nostalgia factor, you know, so there's some bankable things. I get it, okay? I understand the thought process, but not everything on the fucking planet needs to be rebooted, okay? Like, there's just some things you'd be like, that thing was cool, and let it be, okay? Like, when they did the new Blade Runner movie, I was like, oh, uh, do we need to do that? And then that I watched Blade it, Warner and I was like... 2049 or something like that? Yes, yes. Okay. And I was like, uh, do we need to do that? Turns yeah. out the answer was no. No, we didn't need <laughs> well, to do that. Well, wasn't it essentially... Like, it was a reboot, right? Did, it wasn't like a prequel or sequel or... No, it, t- technically. Okay, so I know this isn't games or anime, but it's nerdy, so it counts. Technically, it is a sequel... It's okay. not a reboot because it picks up after the events of the original Blade Runner. Of the original Blade Runner. Okay. And I don't want to give anything away. I the idea of the plot for the movie was interesting, but it just wasn't needed. Okay, and and I'm looking at the landscape now of things that are getting rebooted. I'm excited, actually, for the She-Ra reboot um, that Netflix is doing. Uh, I there there has definitely been some controversy around, you know, the styling of She-Ra, and frankly, I don't understand it because I think that, you know, you can reimagine a character. Okay, and as long as the core of the world is intact, you know, She-Ra doesn't exactly have to look 
like down to the pixel as she did in the original cartoon runs that aired, you know, in the mid to late 80s, right? You you don't have to do that. But, you know, as long as we're like touching on the same kind of structure, you know, it is an ensemble adventure and Alora's got to deal with some personal battles as well as physical battles out in the world to save the world, then it is still She-Ra and it's just a new adventure of a new, you know, Alora and I'm down for that. You know, I think that the the reimagining of what My Little Pony was, because uh, I love Friendship is Magic, you know, is great. It's definitely different than the My Little Pony characters that I grew up with a kid. Oh, you mean the um, ones that were all dumb as rocks? And they, just... weren't, they weren't dumb as rocks. They were just very kind, polite, simple ponies. <laughs> simple ponies. Oh, okay. Simple ponies. And, and look, it was a simpler time. With okay? our rocking 80s hair. All right. Simple ponies. They're they dope, <laughs> dope manes. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not mad point. The, I'm not mad at the right. mane. But, but they did that because that was a selling point for the ponies, right? It, right. it wasn't necessarily so much about, you know, their cutie marks and, and what they were supposed to represent. It was they all had different color hair, hair very similar to a Barbie doll that you yep. styled. So yep. they were they were simpler ponies, okay? And I and it. I like that, you know, the reimagining of that was, okay, we're going to create this cartoon series that is definitely going to let us create merchandise, but we're going to do it from a standpoint that is going to allow us to, you know, share some education with kids and and ultimately you know, talk about acceptance and supporting your friends and what friendship really means and should mean. And, you know, it just so happens that not only kids got it, but also some adults who were missing that in their lives and in their world also got it. And that's why My Little Pony resonates with people of so many different age groups and racial backgrounds and sexual orientations and and that's a beautiful thing. I mean we're right? seeing we're seeing that in Steven Universe also and I mean Absolutely. and Gravity Falls we're just seeing Absolutely. a larger demographic appealing to both young kids and older adults who are finding uh value in there. But like so. I've looked up and it just seems like everything on the planet is getting rebooted. You know, so now on top of that evidently Rainbow Bright which <gasps> I will come for people if this isn't right. So, you know, on one side, I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, you were, so great. you were but so on the other side, bright. Like, you were so pro bright as a kid. Do not fuck there up was, Rainbow there Bright. Was no, there was no diminishing Rainbow Bright unless you wanted a kick to your face via oh, my, my God, sister. I will knock your teeth out. Oh, you my God. You better get okay, size but, for dentures right now because I'm coming from them pearly whites. But, keep keep but, her name out your mouth. Dude, they're rebooting Rainbow Bright. They already had rebooted reboot, which yeah, was like, it, it, was, it was don't it was not, don't don't don't. It wasn't even remotely it hurt. close. It hurt it so hurt. bad. It really did hurt. Um, there's continuing conversation about rebooting gargoyles, which I'm all for <gasps> because Jordan, I heard the, Jordan Peele is thinking about jumping on yes, that project. Yes, and and again, I think that he would have the rev, reverence for it, but Ooh. I still need. The original voice cast involved. Are they all still alive, though? Yes, it was basically everybody. It's pretty much Star Trek. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, that's what happened. It's like I'm pretty sure that like they were doing the voice work in the same studio, and they were just like, "Come down the hall, make some more money." It's like we got pizzas, so you don't have to get into makeup. And they were like, "Check, please," (laughs) because Marina Sirtis did a voice, um, Patrick Stewart did a voice, Brent Spiner did a voice. 
um, uh, William yeah, Pikes. wasn't wasn't Data the white hair guy? Yep. Who he was, was Puck. Fucking, yeah, he was Puck. Chuck? Yep, he was Puck. Hell yeah, Puck was you sexy. Know, <laughs> you know, uh, love me uh, a bad boy. Yeah, and Michael <laughs> Dorn. Like it was pretty much the TNG cast <laughs> that did all the voices for the show, and I think that that's also part of the reason why it had such gravitas is because you had such you know, amazing actors who were doing the voice work. And so they were bringing all of that skill. You know, they were doing these really, you know, socially focused episodes over on TNG. And then they were bringing that exact same gravitas over to Gargoyles. And it was just written very well. You know, I to this day, it's one of my favorite, like, Canterbury Tales, Avalonian kind of based and themed shows that I've enjoyed and you know the characters were great the voice acting was great the stories were really interesting and it was just pretty to watch so you know I'm all on board you know for Gargoyles being rebooted especially if Jordan Jordan Peele is attached and double especially if the entire original voice acting group is on board and hey Voice acting, you can just come as you are into a booth. So I'd imagine that they're all open to doing it, you know, if if the thing is fun. So I'm all on board for that. But the, the landscape, it just kind of seems to me like reboots are the thing that people are going to rather than investing or trying their hand at something new and you, unique. And that scares me. Because there's a lot of new and unique that's out there that may not be getting light and may not be getting a platform simply because people are more apt to rely on the tried and true thing. Right. And and it not necessarily flying. Okay. Well, I mean, like, like that's, I think that's the case in point. Like, we we want there to be something new and relevant for the world scape. But I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to reboot what has already tried and true to achieve that. And I mean, like but, I said, we get that with Steven Universe, and we're getting that mm-hmm. with Star versus the Forces of Evil over on Disney yep. XD. Because you know, mm-hmm. I'm an adult and I watch cartoons. So but cartoons are dope. Like I, like it's an interesting medium because there's just a lot more things you can convey. I feel mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to do in that medium versus... In the animation medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then For you'll sure. get in live action. I mean, granted, and we're seeing more and more... You get to try, you get to try more, I think, yes. in animation than... Well, I mean, you can do a lot more things action. in a practical sense, animation while style, as a, as opposed to with but, hu- human but actors. Like there's, there's converse, there was conversation, I believe, that it's died down now, uh, and they're just going to move forward with the Bumblebee movies, but there was a long conversation that was being had about rebooting the Transformers franchise. Well, I mean, I both I mean, cartoon wise and movie wise, and I was okay, like, no. so so I'm gonna I'm gonna state this because I remember us watching Transformers as little wee girls back in the as uh, wee bibs as wee bairns years ago, years. and then and then when the Transformers movies came out with all the Michael Bay premise, Esh Mom made me you buy the Blu-ray DVD because <laughs> she was like, it's gonna be good, and I'm like. Are you uh-huh. sure, Mom? <laughs> and she was like, I'm going to give it a chance. And we bought it, and it's mm-hmm. still at the Esh house in its wrap, because I never mm-hmm. opened it. Yeah. I have not seen a single Here's Transformer the movie. The, the first Transformers movie was okay. It wasn't, like, okay. earth-shattering great. It was okay. 
the derivatives afterwards. They're they're fun movies if you just turn off your brain. All <laughs> no, if you just turn off, you know, the the suspension of disbelief thing, right? Like if you just get out of your head and go, look, I'm going in to watch an action explosion movie. Okay. If the only boxes you have to check are was there action, was there explosions, was there explosions? Yes, they're both. They're fine movies. Okay, like when I'm not feeling good, I will turn on a, a Transformer movie once I've gotten through the first season of Fraggle Rock, because that's my go-to when I'm not feeling good. And I will turn one on, and you know, it's not something you watch for the story. It's kind of like a soap opera, right? You don't watch it for the story. You watch it for the sizzle. Like, who am I going to get to I see? Mean, like, I mean, I watch it to see someone throw water and wine at somebody and Who's for someone gonna be to smack with somebody. Who? What's the drama? Exactly. You know, it's... And, I mean, that's why I watch K-dramas. I like to watch hot boys kick other boys in the chest sometimes, just because... And then fall in love with, like, the slightly good-looking chick, but not, like, the, the insanely the, hot the chick. The plain girl who seems to have nothing but with a, a heart, heart of fucking gold. <laughs> like, it's fucking pure okay. 24 karat gold. Because I, I am her. She is me. I have a giant heart of gold, and uh, I'm so okay why are they looking. so naive, though? Like, why do you have, like, pure heart equals super naive, it seems, to their formula? Because that's what makes you fall in love with them and be endearing, right? But, but again, you know, getting back to, you know, the the sci-fi space and, and just, you know, entertainment in general, I, I think that, you know, reboots have their place, but it just feels like right now everything's getting rebooted, and it's going to go even deeper because... The acquisition deal has been approved, so Disney is getting Fox. So, so, so like you know all the, all the things, all all the things are coming country. back. So, so Fantastic, Fantastic Four, and X Men are now coming home. So, so the entire I'm hear- Marvel universe is there's about to be a shit ton of reboots. We're gonna get. We're gonna get the X. The X Men are gonna gonna get get a decent storm. But now it can't be Nia Nyong'o because she's she's the lady in Black Panther now. You mean Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah. And what it means is it can't be Angela Bassett, and that makes me a little sad in my soul because I really I want mature Storm. I suffered through Halle Berry. Uh, the chick that played Storm in the atrocious Apocalypse movie, I think that she did a really good job. And I think that if you were going to do Young Storm, like when she was running around with the Morlocks, mm-hmm. she's like the perfect person to do that. But I, I really kind of want the, the I don't want to say grown and sexy Storm movie, but I do want the grown and sexy Storm movie. And what I mean by that is I want Storm, you know, kind of towards the end of the uncanny run where, you know... Spoiler alert, the professor's gone. Storm and Wolverine have to step up and take over the team. There's some things there between them. Storm goes through an amazing arc, I think, personally for me at that point, where there's a lot of hard decisions that are made and there's loss and there's a lot of character growth. And I want to see that Storm now. I'm I'm okay. I don't need to, you know, see shy Storm, which Storm was... And, and to Halle Berry's, you know, credit, Storm was in the kind of early stages of joining the X team, very much shy and deferring to the professor all the time because she wasn't sure of her spot there and if she had earned it and if she was, you know, had the right to be there and really hadn't 
accepted all of her powers or knew the depth of her powers. So she was quite cautious a lot of the time. And I think that that's what Halle Berry in her performance kind of honed on and, and brought across, which was fine. But I don't want to see that storm again. I don't necessarily want to see a Morlock storm, but I'm down to ride if the right person's in place. What I want is because I think I'm in a more mature place, is I want that more mature storm. And for me, the perfect casting for that would be Angela Bassett, but she's now the queen of Wakanda, so... I mean, you know, she's royalty now. Right, and it's... But but it's not even well, I mean, royalty granted, now. Like, it's we just, don't, like, we she don't even can't... know... We don't even know if she made it through the Thanos snap. Well, it, well here's the thing. Like, Angela Bassett did an did a interview, and she basically said that she believes that because T'Challa was snapped up that she actually remained you know as far as the balance you know you take one leader you have to leave any leader you know kind of thing Mm -hmm. and so she believes firmly that she's there and she is going to use all of the resources of Wakanda to get her son back Um, so Angela Bassett pretty much believes that she survived but the reason why it can't be Angela Bassett now is because Angela Bassett is known in the universe as T'Challa's mom and Storm married T'Challa right so so Unless things got real historical for a moment. Nah. Wakanda don't work like that. <laughs> uh, so so Angela Bassett now can't be Storm. Right. And Lupita Nyong'o can't, can't be, be Storm. Because now she's uh, Nakia? Nor- N- Nakia? Nakia. Yeah, yeah. Nakia. And so, so yeah. I'm just like, okay, all right. So so those women are out. And there are a lot of other strong women in, the, in, in Hollywood. But, like... The only other person I can think of for me to be, like, my strong, grown and sexy storm Mm -hmm. would probably be Viola Davis. I was about to say, she'd be the next one up, but I don't think... I can't do that, though, because she's my Amanda Waller, though, in my head. Yeah. Well, no, I just... Like, if I can't get CCH Pounder... Aesthetically... If I can't get my mind, Like, in my mind, when I sit there and I think storm, like, storm from my memory, like, if storm were a human person... I mean, a goddess and, you know, warper of the elements. Like, I imagine, like, high cheekbone, narrow fit. Like, I, I do see, like, if we could just dye Angela Bassett's hair Wait, white. Wait, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. But, and it was white in the movie. I know. So like, And they, it just hurt my soul even more. I'm like, oh, you just throwing that storm thing in my face, y'all. You just, you just, rude. Like, you just being an rude. asshole. You're like, oh, you see this? You can't have it. You can't have it the way you want it. You gotta take it this way. And I, uh-huh, like, bitch. I will take it this swallow, way. Swallow this hard medicine. <laughs> um, okay, but it's like a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Y'all could have made her head like red or something. Damn. You no. just you just throwing it in my face. I get it. But the like white, I, the I agree, regal. like I the visual it. aesthetic. I get it. I, I agree with the you know, the the visual aesthetic. And that's why I say like as far as like having the gravitas, the next known person I think of is Viola, but to me, Viola is mm. is Amanda Waller because they won't let it be CCH Powder, who, by the way, is the best voice of Amanda Waller in any animated series ever. Don't. Ever. Woof. But, like, y- you took away my Angela Bassett as my resource from my grown and sexy storm, and so now I don't know who to go to because it damn sure ain't Jada Pickett Swift. No. God, no. No, Mm-mm. nope, Mm-mm. nopey, nope, nope, nopey, nopey, nope, nope, 
No. Nobody, nope, nope. Don't nope, get nope, me wrong. Nope. There are good points. There are good places for Jada to be. I don't yes. think. Yes. I don't think she's any not Storm. of. I don't think any of the Smiths <laughs> should be in Marvel movies. Well, here's the thing. I I disagree with that. I think that you know, there's a couple places where I could use Will. Where? A couple, the, in a okay. ditch. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. No, That's who rude. could he possibly be in the Marvel Universe? Because we have um, him as, um, isn't he one shot in? Yeah, he's, he's, um. Dead Aim or whatever his name was. In, I'm sorry, I wasn't about Suicide Squad. It's okay. No, I thought Will Smith was probably the best thing about that movie and only Deadshot, slightly. by the way. Headshot, thank you. Um, and I think that he did, you know, a, a decent job as Deadshot. Where I would use Will is, what's his name? I don't uh, know. The guy that came back from the future. Bishop? Yeah. Or Cable? He could be Bishop. No, no, Bishop. I Bishop. Don't, I don't think so. Here's Bishop the thing. to me is, like, is a little bit more I know, burly. I know, I know that Bishop is burly, but here's the thing. Will can't beef up. Yeah, but, but then you'd have Bishop, to give him like a big jerry curl with here's, long, here's like, luscious locks. the reason why locks. I say he could be Bishop. Okay, because Bill does a really good job of matching jargon talk with a little bit of humor, but can also bring it down to, like, deadpan, dead-ass serious. And mm. Bishop has to do that. So uh, acting-wise, I think Will could be a really good Bishop. I don't think aesthetically that would line up well enough, But here's though. the thing. You can't, you can't get caught up in the aesthetic because you're never going to be able to recreate perfectly a character that was drawn on paper, that was drawn completely to be superhuman. You're never going to be able to make a human superhuman. So you have to kind of separate complete aesthetic from the reenactment and you have to go who can play this character what's okay. the source of the character okay yeah okay and, and and so because that's the only place that you can be fair because if you want to do that no one who's played any superhero character has ever been able to match the aesthetic that existed in the comic book i mean Christopher Reeve was not a buff dude. No, 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 no. I but was, he was, I was a damn good say, Superman. Like, he, Hugh Jackman got pretty close, but he was too tall. He was. Because Wolverine was tiny. He had yeah, Napoleon Yeah, that's part of the reason why. Exactly, and that's part of the reason why he had the chip on his shoulder. So, like, you're never going to get somebody to 100% ever match the But aesthetic. he was pretty fucking close, though. Right, and like, and he had to do it for twenty years, and that's why he backed down. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna He's be like, a dad you know what? For a I'm bit. done. I'm, I'm good done now." Right, <laughs> so so you kind of have to let the completely match the aesthetic go away. There should definitely be, I think, some visual cues, obviously, that are brought over in anybody doing a live action version of a comic book character, like you know, somebody who has the hairstyle right, somebody that has the costume actually. Now right, that we're playing this game, right. who who would be an ideal rogue for you? Ooh, that's a that's a that's hard. hard. One. That one that one's hard. There's there's okay. So rogue has to be somebody that can be completely charming. Like you want to feel for her before you even get to know her. So this is gonna be a little bit of a trip, but you gotta stay with me. Okay, I packed my bag. I'm ready to go. So if she could do the accent. I think Shersha Ronan could do it. <gasps> oh. Because, Lady Bird. Yeah. I think that she could. Huh. 
Because Interesting. the thing about Rogue that made her so, I think, enticing, enchanting character is that even as she got a little bit older, she still remained very much a teenage girl. Because of her power, she didn't get to do most of the girlish stuff that most she girls got to She was stuck in do. arrested development because her powers would kill people. Right. So, <laughs> so she has this kind of duality in her character of just wanting to be a simple girl doing some simple stuff, but also knowing that she has this amazing power. So she has to be a character, and that's why I say if she could do the southern accent, probably Shersha Ronan is the first person I would look at to do a rogue character. Okay. You know, and then you age her and you just go with Bonnie Rat because... Oh, okay. Because, like... <laughs> yeah, makes sense. You know, okay. But, like, on the on the younger side, I would I would probably start with a Shearsha Ronan. I, that, that's, like, where my brain went first. I don't know that she could do the physicality, but I would also look at a Reese Witherspoon. <gasps> Reese could do the southern accent because she did one for Sweet Holton, Alabama, and it wasn't mm-hmm. too bad right. on the ears. Mm-hmm. And again, she's she's a character that when you see her immediately, you like her. There's something soft about her that brings you in, and that's what if, something that what about always Chris, had. What about Kristen Bell? I think for me, the only reason why I wouldn't look at a Kristen Bell, and and I would say like she she'd probably be on the list. She'd be a little bit lower for me, is because I've I've seen Kristen Bell and other things, and she's just a little bit too diminutive for me for Rogue. I think she could beef up. You know, because Rogue. I mean, like she definitely, she's got the sass. Yeah, and I think she can, and she can, and she's got the charm. Because have you not Mm -hmm. seen the Good Place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got the charm, and she's got the sass. Like she can bring that. But Rogue also had some curve to her. Right. Yeah. She'd have to get. She'd have to get thick with two C's. So, so I would need Kristen to get a little thicker. Yeah. Which I think she could do for sure. So that's why I say she'd definitely be somebody that I think character-wise could bring it. Bring the In and Out Burgers. (laughs) <laughs> right, but like Reese already has the the curve, and Shirsa already has the curve, you know. So so I think that Kristen could absolutely do it. She wouldn't be in my top five, but she'd definitely be in my top ten. Like if okay. I really thought it all the way through and and, and broke it out, because there's you know then you got to start. Okay, well, what point in time are we doing Rogue? Right, are we doing Rogue before she like? actually joined the X-Men and wasn't like, you know, a sleeper agent <laughs> for the Brotherhood? Are we doing Rogue down the line? Because, you know, that changes my picks. I don't think that Anna Paquin did a bad job I don't young think she, Rogue. I don't think she did a I don't uh, think that she got enough time to actually be Rogue in anything that we saw. So I would want to see more of her do it. Especially now, you know, post-True Blood and everything. Right. And I mean, she. We already know she could do the accent because True Yo. Blood. She and she sit. got and she got the curves because we've seen her naked. True Blood. Yeah. That like is like a lot. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of nakedness there. So yeah. So so you know, I mean, we could do whole episodes on just who we cast in these movies. But here's what's going to happen because of you know all of these reboots now that are coming. There's going to be a Fantastic Four reboot. There's, they're going to reboot X-Men. And because, you know, it's Fox and now all of Marvel is whole, with the exception of Spider-Man, which is still floating out there over at Sony, you know, I do think that that is going to change kind of the post-Phase 3 
superhero movies. All I want is just a few more of the obscure guys to get a chance. And I'm still upset that Inhumans was scrapped and turned into that horrible TV show. Oh my god. being able to be a movie. I'm really so. mad because the guy who played Ramsey Bolton was put in that horrible thing. And we know the man can act because he was in Misfits. Yep. It hurts. Yeah. Misfits was dope. So, of all the people on the planet listening to this podcast, you need to watch <laughs> Human Series. I'm not even listening. I'm just speaking. <laughs> Fortnite has proved you can make that work. Okay? You look at games like, um, uh, oh, what was the game that you played cooperatively in pairs with the two guys? Um, uh, with the two guys? Oh, I can't remember the name of the title now. Dang it. Um... But basically, the one of you were on the run. Um, yeah, you were you were trying to track down. Uh, one guy was a thief, and then the spoiler spoiler alert. Um, the guy that was with you was actually an undercover CIA agent, but you got locked up and you had to break out of prison, and then you were trying to get to this guy down in Mexico, kill him, and get the jewels back. A Way Out? I never played A Way Out. There we go. I, I had, like, my brain was literally like, uh, it had to do with getting out, and you were getting out, and you were looking for and, like, A Way one, Out. I was like, one, oh, that's what it was. My husband got it for him and I to play, because I'm like, I'm all about, as you clearly know, sis, whenever I play games where it's like, hey, you want to talk your way out or punch your way out? I'm like, I already punched five people in the face. Exactly. What? Hope you're running. Right, exactly. <laughs> and he got this. He's like, this should be great for us. And then I refused to play. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, not feeling it yeah, right now. I mean, you, you punch and, you know, let bullets fly first and then you deal with the repercussions. It's like, hey, I'm going to shoot you in the face and then expect you to tell me what I need to know. Yep, and if you don't, well, well on to damn. the next. Exactly. Yeah. Playing GTA with you is definitely a freaking adventure. I have not played it in forever. <laughs> I'm not an RPGer, and so I like I really thought about that hard when it brought up the thing. I was like, do you want to play this at beginner? Do you want to play this at normal? Do you want to play this at like punish me daddy? And it's I... not punish me daddy. <laughs> This is that's Kingdom how I Arts. read it. This is not Punish Me Daddy. I, I'm pretty sure that's how I read it. That's not, no. Think about all of your experiences when I'd be like, you're playing this fighting game with me, and you're like, I don't know people's moves. And I'm like, too late, I hit start, let's go, right? It's not a really fun experience for you. Yeah, I know. I wonder what that's like. Yeah, especially if you're getting your ass handed to you, right? Yeah, I wonder what that's like. I've been riding the KH three hate train, so I've yeah, been you have. You've been. I mean, you have straight like you got a cabin on that bitch. It's right next to the meal cart. Oh my god! With everybody, <laughs> you just you just <sighs> mad. Are you still mad about Kingdom Hearts three? I'm you still, still mad, mad, bro? Bro, I'm still. All right, mad is not the word I would use now. Like, are you it's now? So it's like you, it's like a lukewarm dislike. <laughs> So like like it's a hate it's a hate that came out piping hot and I was like no I can't eat this and then it got so you like, put it on the windowsill to cool and now it's too cold so then I put it in the microwave for like three minutes and now it's like not bueno no more 
because you <laughs> nuked all the flavor out of it? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, anytime for the last few days, I'd hear random people bringing up KH3 and like my ear would like peek up and I'd be like, oh, they're going to be a, are they going to be a sympathizer or are they going to share the same unbridled rage that I once had? And it's really been kind of hit or miss either way. And I've had some drag out fights lately with Mm. people who think it's okay and I said, no, it is not okay but, what I they mean, have done. It's okay. This. No. Sis. It's just not sis. great. Sis. So Kingdom Hearts, right? It was supposed to be like the epic collab of Square Enix characters and Disney characters, right? That was the pitch, right? That, that's what Kingdom right, Hearts, right. Hearts was, yes. Okay, okay. So, in, and in Kingdom Hearts 1, they held to that promise. Yep. Kingdom Hearts 2. Got a little less, but we had, like, one or two. What do you mean? Because, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 had more of, like, Organization 13 and shit in it. Yeah, more but than... you still were going to Disney lands and costumes and keyblades based in but and Disney But did we get realms. any Square Enix, though? I mean... Didn't you have Did, a couple of summons? Didn't you have a, um... I'm just, I'm just, and now we've got three, right? And how many are in three? Uh, Final Fantasy yeah. references? Yeah, I how mean, many? Yeah, how many? I mean, I I stopped t- playing t- the game because I had to play no, Crackdown no, 3. No, 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 no. I can't speak to what I don't know, Okay, what I'm well, saying. guess what? So, like, I, I have advanced in the game, hey, so... Hey, Ninja, ask me. Ask me how many. I'm afraid. I'm afraid because I hear Ask it in me. your voice. Ask me. <laughs> how many? Are Zero. <laughs> None. Zip. Zero. Zilch. Goose egg. An O with a line through it. None. <laughs> Nunca. Net. Soignade. Nada. None. None. But... What? No, no, no. Well, no. wait, 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 wait. Here's what I'm going to say. You know, maybe there was like some 15, you know, Final Fantasy 15 stuff planned. Bullshit. And then like, you know, people weren't really feeling the 15 like that. And so maybe they decided not to do it. No. <laughs> no. Wait. No. Like, no. I mean, because then you know what you do? <clears throat> you brush off your old polygons. And you put some fan favorites. Well, I mean, let's be just, real. Let's even be if they're real. just walking through Traverse You Town. already fucking killed Sephiroth. Is there really anybody else that from Final Fantasy you're going to bring back? Y- you can't bring back Aerith, because we all know. Spoiler alert. I mean, we could, that but like, that'd be kind of mean. That's rude. Uh, so but, she's gone. Okay. You don't so, want Yuna and everybody from Dress Up Party version. Well, no, because then you get you get them from 10. <laughs> like you know, that wasn't you know, their last game, so you'd have to I, get them hey, from their hey, last hey, game. Hey, shh, I know. I just saying. Not to mention, okay, yeah. So fifteen, like yeah, they could have brought, but you know what? They could have brought somebody from. They could have brought Vanille from Final Fantasy thirteen. They could have brought her. She was. Peppy. I mean, she was. She was the only character I think anybody liked. Her, her and 13. Fang. Her and Fang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that could have happened. Okay. That would have been bueno, right? Well, you and know who? What? Okay, and who would that have appealed to? I mean, 
Yeah, because you got to remember, we're talking mass appeal here, okay? Remember Bro, how long it, like this I'm game sorry, has been It doesn't stewing. matter. If someone says, hey, Panda, I'm going to give you the best ham and cheese sandwich, and it's always going to have the best ham and cheese. Yeah. And the first game had the ham and cheese, and mm-hmm. it had a good bun. It was good. And then the second one, okay, there was a little less cheese. And a, and the ham was like I'm a gonna lower say, quality I don't ham. think it was less cheese. I think it was different cheese. I think it no. was a rounded cheese, like a provolone and yeah, not a square. That so cheese. like you were like, that I got less cheese. That is the one cheese, cheese I But it was hate. actually denser I hate cheese. provolone cheese. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. it like is, you hate Kingdom Hearts 3. We yeah. get it. I'm just saying. But it went from like this super thick with three C's ham and cheese. <laughs> To like this Wonder Bread two slice no Yo, mayo. Don't shit on Wonder to Bread. Now, to now one piece of bread cut in half <laughs> with like Velveeta Look, chunks. You gotta and watch your carbs. That and there's ham, nothing wrong with Velveeta. I mean, I wouldn't and put actually, it in a sandwich actually, no, unless you make it real cheese. Not even that. It went from the thick ham and cheese to like a nice Wonder Bread, like toasted Wonder Bread with like a nice bougie cheese, but like the ham had some desire in it too. And then the third sandwich was literally not even a sandwich. It was Icios, which is a bowl of water yo, with yo. ice in it. <laughs> yo, you're not right for that. Yeah, you're not right am. for that. It's still a sandwich. No, okay. It's not, all right, but fine. it's a peanut right, butter fine. and jelly. It's no, not a not, e- not even sandwich. Not even. Not even. It is. It is the end piece of a loaf. Cut in half. Yo, don't. And, it, and it's got two chunks of Velveeta cheese. And like. I'm going to tell you right now. Stop shitting a, on Velveeta. Velveeta and a, makes and a, dope and a ratty piece sandwiches. of turkey. It's not even ham. Yo. First of all. Actually, there's even. There's all. no protein in the sandwich. It's just a cheese sandwich. And now I'm constipated. That's what happened. <laughs> with KH3. Okay. That's what happened. And everyone's like, I'm still going to eat it. Because I've been waiting. And I was promised this deal. But I ain't happy about this <laughs> constipation I've got, Square Enix. You're, you are binding me up in a way that I was not ready for. Yo. And I eat a lot of cheese, so I'm used to feeling blocked up. But I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> not not this time. I no. can't. There's, there's nothing Needless I can't say. I, I can't say. Needless to say, it is sad <laughs> that, you know... That's literally what is happening to people. They are trudging through this game because it's just, you know, that we've been waiting so long for this epic battle to happen. And now it's like a crappy pay-per-view $2.99 debacle. And it's just, it's, it's just wrong. There should be PSAs about this shit. Yo. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, about you got some strong ass feelings about this. Like, I have not turned it back on since the last discussion we had about it, and it hurts me because one, like, I paid full price for it. Yo, I, I wish I hadn't, and <laughs> I wish I hadn't. I was highly intrigued. I'm still trying to stomach when I'll jump in again and do another playthrough to try to maybe, maybe I'll just rat out my friend and maybe then the real adventure will begin because then we'll, I won't get cloned 
but I'll find out about the clones and that maybe I'll find out I'm already a clone. But it doesn't matter because the devil is eating people and we have to stop him. <laughs> we middle school girls have to fight the devil Why and win. Why is it always put on middle school kids? You know? You know, because it's the most fucked up time of their life. So why not have them battle for all of humanity when they're already like going through the strange puberty things? You know, that's, Why just, not? that's the wrong thing to do. Puberty is bad enough to go through when you're just trying because, to deal with puberty. No, sis, okay? I know, I know why. I know why, it's mi- I know why it's middle school kids. I know why it's middle school kids. Because what? high school kids don't care. And college kids would get it right the first time. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, if they were all college, like, in, like, pre-med, they'd be like, hey, guys, I heard this urban legend. Should we do it? No, Tim. The end. Like, right. there'd be no right. game. You're right. You're Cause, right. Because logic right. would win. Right. You're right. You have to, you have to be this dumb be like, to summon that the devil. Dumb. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to Starbucks. Do you want to come with me? You're right. Right. You're right. Right. You're and then right. they show up at the Starbucks and be like, hey, this Necronomicon was sitting on this. Should we read it? No. No. Do not read the Latin. Okay. No one Don't. wants to read Latin. I just want to sit here and enjoy my chai. Like, this book looks like it's made from human flesh. We should probably send this to the CDC. You're like, I'm not touching that. Do you know how many diseases are on it? What if it had, like, romaine on it? Ew. No. Exactly. Right. Right? You're so right. It's gotta, You're it's right. Gotta Your be, logic be is dumb. correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, why, that's mm-hmm. why it's either, like, freshmen in high school where they're still kind of coming off of the middle school dummies. Yep. At, yeah. Or yep. middle school. You're like, right. It's always there. Or like young, like, like primary school kids because they don't know any better and they just want to be brave Correct. and they're, they're not jaded by the world and know how the world can actually hurt them. So they're still curious and like, I want to you know, go on an adventure. Would, Whereas high I school love, kids and college kids are like, adventure is bad because it's going to end up badly. So let's not do that. Instead, let's stay home and Netflix. I know, I just like saying winner, winner, chicken dinner because people too. say PUBG and then people are like, no, Fortnite. And yeah. then they fight and then I eat my popcorn in the corner and watch, you know, hell freeze over. Right. The name known by most gamers for gaming chairs, like if I was to say, hey, I'm going to get a game chair, you would be like, is it a... This is where you jump in, Panda. Oh. Wait, what? Sorry. See, this is what happens. So if I said to you, oh, you're going to get a game chair, you would say, is it a blah, 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 blah chair? Uh, I'm not really in. DX Racer? Is it? Oh, yeah. Razer does chairs? Ray. No. Sorry. I was about to say, I'm like, Razer doesn't do chairs. No. DX Racer. DX. Oh, you know, uh, all, all know. the gaming chairs that are PAX East in every booth every year, the $400 chairs that everybody tries to win. The yeah, DX see, that's racer. too expensive. I just purged it from my mind because I'll never find that much on a chair. <laughs> right, right. We need to, and so this is kind of like me committing to doing that, is that we're going to do a better job of that. You know, I think that this we do. This is me listening to you commit to <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of hype for it, and I was like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, and my husband was like, I think I'm going to get it, and I was like, okay, good, if you get it, like, I'd be able to play, and he goes, no, you don't get to play this, because then uh, I'll come home to you playing it, 
and then I'll never get to play it, and it'll always be on the TV because it's on the PS4, so it's not like I could like take the Switch and move to a different room. And he's like, and maybe I want to play it. And I was like, okay, fine, then I won't play it, but are you going to get it? And he's like, I can't decide between this and Spider-Man. And I was like, let's put this up to chance, okay? Let's flip a coin, and if it's heads, it will be Dragon Quest, and if it's tails, it will be Spider-Man. And as he was doing that, I was already buying Dragon Quest. So we already know where my head was at. And sure enough, it ended up being heads anyway, so that's fine. It's actually funny that we were having conversations about family a bit before we started the show because <laughs> the game the game I'm talking about is called My Big Sister. Oh no. And it's available on Steam. I've been watching pretty much there's a YouTuber I like to watch who who likes to play a lot of, you know, RPG maker horror type games. Like you know, Mad Father and like Momica and all of those and he played one called My Big Sister which I was like oh well I have a big sister how sad and depressing can this be oh god oh my god <laughs> oh no <laughs> no 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 yeah. it actually it, it, it's got six endings and believe it or not like not all of them are like overwhelmingly sad and depressing but it's literally a story of two sisters an older sister named Sombra and a younger sister named Luzia, so like light and dark. Yeah. And you know, uh, Sombra is the older sister, and you know she's really like kind of like high key mean to her younger sister Luzia, and like Luzia is like a smart ass. So I was like, oh my god, it's like my life. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And, but I mean, like Luzia is like twelve, and like uh, Sombra is like I want to say like eighteen. Okay, and, like, I was a dick when get... I was 18, so that's accurate. I mean, that makes some sense. And also, right. I mean, like, their age difference is kind of close to ours, too, yes. a little bit. Yes. So I was like, oh. I'm like, I get this. And, like, the dialogue is actually very natural for how, at least, I've always perceived our our familiar sisterly relationship. Jesus, fuck. And, like, and our, and our sense of rivalry, because I can admit it now as an adult that, like, I was very much, very much jealous of you pretty much every day. What? Oh, I'm so glad this is on audio recording. Yep, because I'll never say it again. Nope. <laughs> I had my issues. You have your issues. We adults now, we can, we can. Word. We can now we got volumes. And, yeah, like, it's like botanic, botanic. It's like Britannica. <laughs> One for each thing. And, um, but anyway, like in the first few days of the game, you know, Lucy is like, you know, I don't see mom anymore. And, you know, and the oldest no. is like, mom's just working a lot at the hospital. You know, she's a nurse and she's like, she, but you need to be in bed before she gets home or she's going to be mad. And Lucy always falls asleep to the car pulling into the driveway. Granted, by the time she wakes up, mom's gone. And like, uh-huh. this is how they've been living this whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, one one day... Like, she's try- she's she goes to bed, but she's like, I'm not really tired. So, like, she, like, sneaks out of her bedroom, and she finds, like, this giant blood puddle in her living room, and she doesn't see her sister Sombra anywhere. And, like, she's like, oh, well, this isn't good. And, like, as a wisecracking 12-year-old, like, goes to a kitchen, gets a knife, and she's like... And, and she's very snarky and sassy for a 12-year-old, and she's like, you know... If someone's taking somebody out, like, I'm taking people out. Like, no bones, no innocent me. Oh, like, Lord. blood's been drawn. So, like, very much like Boondocks, very much Riley. Like, here we go. Like, she's yep. just ready to kill. And I'm like, can we figure out what happened first? Maybe your sister just fell. Right. You don't know. Calm it down, little sis. 
as a, a little sis herself. Like, I mean, I appreciate like, your ride or dieness, but first of all, I mean, find out if you need to ride. Ass- assess the situation. Do you need to buckle up? Do you need to call for black up? Like, come on. And uh, and she and she goes outside and she sees this truck. That's not her mom's car. And like the blood leads to the car. And she gets in the car and Sombra's been like beaten, like bludgeoned. Like she's not dead, but she's been hit. You know, and like she's like, What happened? And she's like, You need to get out of this truck now. They're only for me. And she's all like, Nah, I've got you. And like the car starts to move. So like they've both now been captured. And literally like their whole ride in this car, you know, Sombra's like, you know, I gotta tell you something because I think this might be like the end for us. And Lucia's like, nah, dude, as soon as they open that, I'm gonna like, well, I mean, I'm talking far more ghetto than this girl does, but she's like, <laughs> But she's literally just like, no, you just lay low. When they open, I'll attack and you run. Like, Lucia's always like on the attack, which I'm like, good for you, little sis, standing up for your big sis, even though like they've been, you know, bantering and bickering throughout these first few days so like mm-hmm. they clearly love each other but very mm-hmm. much like we say you don't always like your siblings right and you could definitely tell that there are days where they highly like each other and then there are days where like they, they clearly don't mm-hmm. kind of aspect so i found that really refreshing because that was a very realistic thing yeah for this one man development team to do because it's one guy um that's made impressive this, made this whole game and when they they fall asleep in the truck, and when they wake up, they're, they don't know exactly where they are. And this is where the game takes a very interesting turn, because there's a lot of strong homages to Studio Ghibli movies. Okay. So, like, so they, they come to, in this Chinese market, that kind of looks like, like the town, like the demon town of Spirited Away. So, like, okay. there's all these okay. weird entities around. None of them are human. Though every time they encounter another human, they are children and there are no adults there. So like, you're like, okay, well this is kind of, this is kind of weird. And they go to this bathhouse where there's like this woman who isn't necessarily like, you know, Baba, Baba, Baba Yu or whatever her name was from Spirit Away. but Baba Yaga. This, but she, but she runs the bathhouse and this lady's like, look. I did some fucked up shit to my sister because my sister was hot and I was less hot and I wanted her legs. So I made a trade with a demon to get hot, sexy legs like my sister. And like she's in a pool when you talk to her and when she stands up, she has like extremely long gams. Mm. Like these are too long, you know, and she's like, and I paid, I paid a price for these legs because, you know. I didn't realize these were actually my sister's legs, so the demon, like, cut my sister's legs off and gave me her legs. Ew. Okay. Yeah. So, like, this this witch lady, this this essentially, you know, Yaga Babu, Babu Yagu, Ragu, Ragu. Baba um, Yaga. Yeah. So this, so this witch type is like, I've been cursed because of this, because of this deal I made. And I need to close the loop. I can't do it. I need two other sisters who are very similar to me to do this for me. So that's why I, I've taken you. You know, unless your sister wants to give me her body instead. So, of course, you know, little one's like, nah, you ain't you ain't doing nothing to me or my sister. Word. I'll cut you. Mm-hmm. And Sabra's like, you know, she hasn't aggressed at us. Calm down. Like, just say no. But she's like, well, you can't, you kind of can't leave until you solve this problem for me. Also, you know, my sister's pretty pissed. 
and she is kind of around, so you might want to be careful. And of course, like the biggest scariest entity of this whole thing is the sister who doesn't have her legs mm-hmm. because she she is out to hurt anybody who crosses her path. And you actually and rightfully find out, so some right. bitch uh, turned no, out to be her, her sister her took sister, a leg. Her younger sister chopped her legs off. And at one point, I was like, "Why is this? You know, the sisters that you play. Why is this their problem?" Mm-hmm. And in the course of them being in this world, the older sister, Sombra, actually kind of gets turned into this entity of sorts. So she's not exactly alive. She has these powers, but she also craves, she's constantly hungry, and her cravings get more and more interesting as the mm-hmm. game goes. Mm-hmm. Lucia is just like, you know, what What do you need now? She's like, I just need food. Like, bring me, bring me four of whatever you can, but they have to be the same thing. And at first it's like, leaves. Then it's mushrooms, and then there's a dead deer in the forest, and that got kind of weird. And, like, there's some moments where there's some really scary fourth wall breaking where, you know, Sombra is like, I really need to eat, and if you don't give me food, I'm going to get, like, you're really getting on my nerves. And, like, she will then aggress towards you, the player, and not necessarily her sister in the game. The story is very interesting, and I'm going to spoil it because, I mean, it is, it, it... You can't not spoil it. I can't. One, I can't because that's just kind of what I do. Two, like, this is a this is a genre that not many people play anyway, but, like, I always like them because the narratives are always usually really interesting and complex, and it's very true for this. But in the course of the story, you actually find out that their mother, Sombra and Lucia's, uh, Lucia's mother, died a year ago. And Sombra has been keeping this from her little sister. And... That's why she always makes Lucia go to bed so early before, you know, mom comes home. And she's Mm -hmm. been having her boyfriend drive his car in late at night to make Lucia feel like her mom Uh is home. And for this whole year, it's been weighing on Sombra that she hasn't been honest with Lucia and she's horribly depressed. And she actually, the, the whole demon loop thing that ties into them is because she is so depressed that once she goes to therapy, and when that doesn't work, she kills herself. And you also find out that they have some type of mystical power, and her depression actually manifests this time loop that they're in, that all these sisters are kind of in. So it's kind of Sombra's fault. And all the other sisters and stuff in this world that are plagued by this curse are all trying to get Lucia to stop the loop from restarting, which... You know, she's not aware that this has happened. She doesn't realize that her sister's depressed and that her mom's dead. And they can't come out and just say it to her. Like, she has to discover it on her own and make the right choice, or the loop will just perpetually happen. And you find out that it's been going on for a while now, for a very long time, and it still hasn't clicked. And through playing the game as the player, you're the one who actually ends up stopping the loop or closing the loop. And... I mean, that can go one or two ways. You can actually find the last few remaining bits of your mother. You can eat her heart and absorb her abilities, which aren't very good. Mm. You can choose to not close the loop. And you actually, the morning that the loop would reset, you go into your sister Samba's room and you find her hung and dead. Kind of like that whole Doki Doki situation, which is very tense and very sad. Or... You could have an ending where you stop your sister from killing herself because you've you've pieced everything together and you're willing to go, I see that you're trying to protect me, but you know, you could have 
you didn't have to go to such mental and emotional, you know, torment with your depression over this secret. And we could have, like, tried to navigate this together. Like, she's a very perceptive fucking 12-year-old in this game. Like, I was nowhere near this enlightened at 12. Nah, you okay? weren't. Okay? <laughs> no. Not like, even close. Not even remotely close to this level of emotional intelligence. And, like, I give this guy so much credit because, like, like I said, a lot of the dialogue and conversation just sounds, like, very much like this guy has sisters, or has encountered a lot of sisterly relationships. Yeah. You know, and like it 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 has this really nice familial sense to me. And I mean, like I said, I've I've watched Manly Badass Hero play at least three playthroughs now. So I haven't seen all the endings, but I know that mm-hmm. there's like one ending that's gonna like really fuck my shit. Right. And like I don't wanna be that sad right now. Right. So I'm not watching that one, but I right. will for, you know, the whole but for those those siblings out there, which, you know, I hope several si- siblings listen to our show because, I mean, clearly we're sisters and we love each other and don't always like each other. Truth. But I mean, like, I hope... You know, I mostly like you. I mean, I mostly like you, too. Yeah. Like, 85% of the time, totally would have your back. See? My number is, like, higher. Oh. <laughs> Fucker. Hey, that's like a solid B. First like, of all, I, I am A grade material, bitch. Like I got, I got your back. I yeah, got I got it. your back in all times, but I, I mostly like it. you. Like ninety six percent of the time, I like you. Okay, like eighty seven percent, I got Fuck you yourself. all the time. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got bitch. You. <laughs> I love you, sis. In the climate that we're in right now, where it seems like. There are so many people who are not seen. I'm glad to see that we're seeing progress and inclusion. It's just a positive all the way around. So when I saw this this news trafficking around, I was like, finally. Like, I'm, like I slow clapped, which was dangerous because I was driving at the time that I saw the news thing <laughs> pop up. You should not be looking at your device when you're driving. Well, I have a, I have a magnet, so it sits up on my dash. So I don't, it's not in my hand, but like the feed mm-hmm. is ticking while my navigation is on. And I saw it come through and I was like, it's about time. And the husband's like, can you please put your hands on? I'm like, yeah, fine. I'll be safe. Husbando is correct. Please have at yeah, least absolutely. one, if not two hands on the wheel at all times when operating a vehicle at any speed, low or high. Or high. This has been a PSA from ESH. In the DLC, you basically have to fight zombie. I, I got no better way to put it. Zombie Nefertiti, zombie Amenhotep, and zombie Tutankhamun. Oh, man. And so it is levels that are added on to basically raise the level cap. No, wait. Are they zombies or are they mummies? Well, they're... they're th- here's the thing. If they weren't animated and it was just their corpses, then they'd be mummies, but they're animated. So they are, once again, undead. Okay. So, zombie. Zombie, zombie. Anyway. Eh, eh, oh, oh. 
and the player who looks like this little duck face like at first I was like oh it's a duck and like he happens to live near water and I thought like he would like walk through water like you know a duck would like swim on water but he can't like swim or anything and literally he You're picks a duck up can't swim you're, well, like, your face is like a duck, and then you have, like, feet. So I don't know if you're a duck or if you're, like, a person who just looks like a duck. Because there are some people who have serious duck face. True. So I don't know. But your character kind of looks like a duck with legs, and he is walking around in his, like, forest area, and he finds a sword, which the minute you pick up, all of a sudden this, this counter appears in the top left, and it's 60 seconds, and you literally die every 60 seconds, and you have to start your day over. I just I, I just got so frustrated. The way that I rage quit now in my late 30s is I'm like, oh, really? Oh, right. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to go play Assassin's Creed. How do you like that, Zelda? How do but you like I'm not that? Go, I'm not going to engage with you. That's me, that's me that's, throwing shade at you. That's, that's how I rage quit. You know what? Screw you. I'm going to Egypt. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going so. to Egypt, and I'm, I'm going to go to the afterlife because it's really pretty. And so like, I'm just gonna just, go and die. Just, That's what just, I'm gonna do. You think about what you did. You think about it. Well, no, you know, so, you know what you did. It's just an amazing, beautifully animated. Like I can't imagine what it would look like in 4K, uh, but I want to. So one day you will. One what day, one day I will have a 4K TV and a 4K Xbox, and it's just gonna be lit. You will but, never leave your house except to work for more money to play things on your 4K system. That's kind of how I'm living now. I leave my house to work. Living your best life? Hey, I make good life choices, alright? I'm I'm living my life in 4K, bitch. Exactly. I want all the colors. Give me the high dynamic range. Give me the high dynamic range. all of my face. Okay? Every line. All the pixels. All the pixels! That's it for this week's show. The sisters are scheduled to be back next week, so look forward to that. Until then, please check out our website at electricsisterhood.com. Add us to your bookmarks so you can read all the stuff we're writing about throughout the week. The entire team posts news and reviews on the site, so make sure you hit it up. If you have an iPhone or an iPad, you can also read our articles on Apple News. You can subscribe to our podcast and iTunes. Listen on our homepage on the web or use whatever app you use to listen to podcasts on your phone or computer. Just search for the Eshcast. You can also get it in Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Vognetwork.com and pretty much anywhere you can find fine podcasts. If you enjoy our show and the stuff we write about, which includes video games, anime and general nerdery, make sure you enjoy the other voices in our network of shows. We feature shows like No Borders No Race a podcast and website hosted by King Baby Duck over at b3crew.com. Smashbrook.com is helmed by Hamsterman2049, whose weekly video show can be found at twitch.tv slash Hamsterman2049. Check out his streams every Wednesday night. Make sure you listen to Phil the Issues Guy. Phil's recap and review is on YouTube. Call in and be part of the show. His archives can be found on his website at issuesprogram.com. Also be sure to visit the team at nerdcrave.com. They do all the nerd stuff. Everything you crave at nerdcrave.com. So bookmark all of our sites. Subscribe to all of our shows. You can comment on our social networks. Give us a follow and a like. 
Check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash electric sisterhood, on Facebook at facebook.com slash landavesh, on Twitter and Instagram at ESH News. Ask us questions, comment on the stuff that we post, share us with your friends, let us know if there are games or anime that you would like us to review. That's it for the business. For Ninja Sista and Pandelicious, I'm Siri, and remember to put your toys back where you found them.